Welcome to the ProcureTech podcast, where we aim to excite and inspire you about how technology will shape our profession's future. I'm your host, James Meads, and I worked in corporate procurement for 16 years before starting my own business as a content creator and consultant in the procurement technology space. I'm deeply convinced that procurement must become less technocratic and embrace the entrepreneurial spirit and creativity if we're ever going to shake off our image of being a process-obsessed, box-ticking function. You definitely won't find vanilla content on here, and we're not afraid to tackle some controversial topics and tell it like it really is. So if that's your thing, now let's jump right into this week's episode. Yes, greetings and a very warm welcome to another edition of the ProcureTech podcast. We are the official podcast of procurementsoftware.site, where you can search, filter, drill down on any procurement software solution that you wish to. So if you're out there in the market for some procurement technology, but you're a little bit confused about the breadth of opportunities that are out there on the market, our website will allow you to really make sense of all of the noise that is out there with over 400 solutions that we've got listed, you will find and be able to uh, to be able to sort on any single solution that you want to and research the opportunities. But we're not here to talk about that. We're instead here to talk about a new feature which has just been launched with one of, uh, one of the well-established providers out there in the payment space that is now really branching out into procurement technology with guided buying. So with that, I'd like to introduce you to my guest today, who is Thejo Kote, uh, founder and CEO of Airbase. Thejo, very warm welcome. James, thank you so much for having me. And your company name is very similar, actually, to a tool that I'm all over in my business called Airtable. So I hope I'm not going to mix the two up during the interview and do a slip of the tongue. So before we begin, could you perhaps just give a really brief intro to your background and how you ended up in the procurement tech or procure-to-pay space? Sure. So uh, again, thank you for having me. And you know, I've been working on Airbase uh, since, say, sometime in 2017. That's when I started digging into it, doing my research. You know, before starting Airbase, I, I was a co-founder of another startup that we built over a period of six years and ultimately sold to uh, Sirius XM. And uh, it was during that journey that I learned about the problem of uh, spending in companies and spend management and procurement and, you know, uh, these areas. And, and I'm an engineer and product person by training and when I started my previous company, I didn't know the first thing about finance uh, or procurement or any of these functions, but I was forced to learn, right? And, uh, you know, partly because we made hardware as a business, we, were, we had to kind of build inventory and doing that right was very important. Otherwise, it could have killed the business. And so I made the effort over a period of years, asked lots of dumb questions. And, and uh, you know, I also realized that the whole process of how procurement happens and spend management happens in businesses was quite broken. And, uh, but I didn't have the time to do anything about it. We were building a very different business. My prior business was a connected car platform, but it went into my ideas notebook, right? And then finally, when I had the chance, when we sold that business, uh, and after I'd taken a break, uh, I spent a lot of time talking to, you know, folks in the ecosystem, testing my thesis about what was broken and how it could be made better. But that's how I got started, uh, you know, with uh, Airbase and you know, for the first few years, we have definitely focused on you know, spend management as a product. We've always focused on 
the mid-market specifically, we don't focus on very small businesses. We don't focus on really large enterprises. A key part of our thesis has always been that that middle sector, right? Say from 100 employees to say 5,000 employees is very underserved when it comes to procurement and, and dustbin management solutions. And our North Star goal at the end of the day is to bring together all of the workflows and payments that happen related to non-payroll spending, you know, in any business into one platform, right? And so that's easy to say, but it all order in terms of actually delivering on it. And the new guided procurement or the procurement aspect of the solution we have launched earlier this year is, is uh, in my view, a step in, in a series of steps that we've been working towards over the last few years. Yeah, and you touched on a great point there. And, and I completely agree with you that SMEs and the mid-market specifically have historically been underserved when it comes to spend management or procurement tech software in general. You know, your core customer base historically, when we were preparing this, you said it's been sort of more tech startups and rapid growth companies. If you're going to mix that and merge that together with mid-market businesses from, let's say, more traditional industry sectors, what challenges do you feel that these two sectors have in common when it comes to procurement that you can sort of help to reunite through the, the software that you've built? Yeah, so the good thing about the problem we solve in the domain we solve it in is that every business spends money, right? And uh, you can't have a meaningfully sized business without facing the problem of your procurement process and, and uh, the technology you use to solve that and automate lots of manual tedious work that otherwise procurement or accounting teams would have to win. And so you know, there are lots of similarities from that perspective. And to focus specifically on the guided procurement uh, you know, product that we offer, we think of that in terms of starting with the employee experience that we want to deliver, right? And so a key thing that breaks down in companies as they grow into hundreds of employees is, you know, if somebody wants to buy something, uh, oh, it's it's a gauntlet. Like it, the process that they have to go through becomes really, really complex and uh, you know, involving many different teams, right? So it is the the department heads for two weigh in on the budget implications of of buying something. It could be your direct manager, department head. Then you have to go through IT security reviews. There may be legal reviews. There may be finance and accounting people involved to sign off on specific aspects of that purchase and request. So it becomes a collaboration problem, if you will, right? So it doesn't matter what the size of the business is or what vertical you're in and how you're operating. Uh, it essentially is, in many ways, a collaboration problem and information exchange and workflow problem and so that's a key element that we seek to solve. And yes, downstream from that, there are the payments problems, there are the, you know, still further problems around the AP automation piece of it. And, and these tend to be kind of uh, common problems across the whole chain. And, uh, you know, Airbase focuses on bringing the solution end to end, uh, all the way from the moment an employee thinks, hey, I want to spend money. How do you get them going? How do you solve that collaboration problem really well? serves the needs of all of these stakeholders in the business at the same time and get adoption for a good procurement process that works, right? That gives you visibility into how much spend is happening within control, with visibility, with pre-approval, while not destroying that experience that you deliver to customers all the way through to how do I receive those invoices? How do I match the POs? How do I pay uh, the vendor? How do I make sure it's all recorded correctly in my general ledger? So these are all like fairly common. Uh, steps of that problem, no matter what the vertical is. But at Airbase, 
we tend to focus a little bit more on what I think of as uh, knowledge economy companies. That yes, we started off with tech companies, fast-growing companies in a you know, good size of our customer base is made up of companies like that, really good kind of companies and, and uh, logos. But uh, increasingly over the last few years, we have also broadened that into what I think of as knowledge economy companies where you could simplify it into saying, hey, if the majority of employees are sitting behind a computer doing work, then that's probably a knowledge economy company. And, and so that's kind of uh, how our uh, focus has broadened uh, over time. And they for sure have all of these challenges that I was talking about in terms of the process related to how they spend money. Especially as they mature, right? Because as you, as you said, I mean, when, when a startup is a startup, it's pretty easy to manage spend through just giving each employee a purchasing card or a company card, which is what you grew out of being, right? And as you alluded to that when you, when, when we talk about P2P or procure to pay, the pay side, I, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, you obviously know a lot more about this space, but the pay side, for growing companies has been pretty well served over the years and, is, and has matured with things like accounts payable automation and expense reconciliation, that type of thing. But the the intake side and, and guiding someone that needs to buy something through the process, and as you said, as a company grows and matures and maybe acquires something like a, a legal department or an internal audit department or, you know, all of it has various different budget holders that the spend has to be approved through, that's when these companies start to become complex and maverick spend can tend to overrun them if they don't bring their processes along with them as they grow, right? As you as you correctly said, as a startup becomes a fully-fledged mid-market business. And you know, I, I think it's common knowledge or it's becoming common knowledge out there that some of the legacy brands out there that made traditional business spend management or procurement technology don't really offer a nimble, user-friendly solution to the mid-market. And as we've seen, especially for anyone that's listening to this that comes from the procurement space, one of the big players in that space, Cooper, recently laid off a lot of people. And I think that was, that was I think, tantamount to the problem that you can't package relatively bloated products that's been designed for large corporate organizations into something that smaller companies will buy. Why is that? Well, because ROI, UI, UX, ease of implementation, all of these things are, are paramount. And potential customers, though, they're perhaps not aware of other solutions that are out there because, you know, let's be honest and take off our hats to companies like Cooper and SAP Ariba. They've done a pretty good job with marketing. So how do you then, as someone coming into or branching out your offer that you have in your product, how do you tackle that? You know, how do you differentiate yourself in what is already quite a busy marketplace? Yeah. So first of all, you know, I have a lot of respect for uh, Copa and, and, and SAP and companies like that. Uh, you know, they've built amazing businesses, right? And, and, and something as a founder, as an entrepreneur, I, I look up to them. I aspire to someday get to the revenue scale and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, the, the matter is one more of fit, right? And uh, historically, if you look at the markets that the Copas, the Aribas, and, and solutions like that have served, uh, they are large enterprises. And, you know, and they are a good solution for the kind of complex needs that those large enterprises have. And the, the problem has been that as 
companies outgrow uh, small business tools that they initially start with in the very early days when there are five employees, 10 employees, you know, 15, 20 employees. At some point, they grow and they grow and they become you know, more mature uh, businesses with more complex operational needs. But then at least until a few years ago, until Airbase came around and you know, I think there are a few other tools that are trying to kind of target a similar market uh, right now, there wasn't really an option of what's my, where do I go to next, right? And I'm a 200, 300, 400 employee company now. The only option you had was, okay, I think if I don't want to use these small business tools that really aren't meeting our needs right now, I have like three, four, five different tools. I have one for my, the intake workflow was not even a dedicated tool. It was Slack. It was email. It was, you know, an Excel spreadsheet, a Google form, and you know, all those kinds of things. And then you had, you know, a separate AP automation tool, a corporate card, an expense management tool. So you ended up with four, five, six different tools to solve this whole problem of workflows and payments. And and uh, the only way you could solve that well was to say, fine, okay, I need to go to a procure-to-pay solution, which ended up being a Coupa or, or uh, something really heavy and too expensive and takes too long to implement. And the, the UI, UX was not really, you know, uh, uh, at a level that employees would really happily use or would could navigate around and things like that, right? And so these were the challenges and that's kind of what Airbase is trying to solve in that middle segment. And I think of it similarly as if you look at how the ERP systems, general ledgers evolved over time, uh, you know, that there's a reason why you have QuickBooks and Zero at the low end of the market. You have the NetSuite in tax and solutions like that in the middle and then you have SAP, uh, Oracle, you know, in, in the enterprise segment. That over the last 20 years, I think has segmented itself nice. Well, maybe even longer than uh, 20 years. But but I think the procurement technologies and spend management, you know, that's why I feel the middle segment is so underserved. There aren't like good solutions, especially when you think of them as suites where you can bring together all of these elements and consolidate them into a single platform that serves their maturity needs, but at the same time can bring a consumer-grade UX. Like that's a key thing uh, from a differentiation perspective that you were asking about. How do you, you know, provide a consumer-grade UX and not, you know, 15, 20, 25-year-old legacy, you know, uh, enterprise uh, software and, and ask employees to use that because employees are used to amazing experiences that they're using all day long, right, on the web and on, on their mobile apps and stuff like that. And how do you bring that kind of an experience to the procurement uh, workflow, modern user experience, really good design, attention to detail, and that's kind of what we do. Right? That's what we've always done. Uh, and, and this new procurement uh, uh, module that we have launched, uh, that's partly because as we've gone up market, uh, we've learned about serving the procurement persona who enters a business as a company is maturing, right? Because if you look at companies in that 100 to 500 employee segment, they almost never have a full-time procurement person that's managed by the controller or you know, other people in the office uh, of, the, of the CFO. But at some point, a majority of a business, a procurement person comes in and as Airbase has gone through that journey of uh, maturity, you know, we have learned more and more about the needs of a procurement person and a persona. And that's how our guided procurement kind of product uh, came into being. And But in terms of differentiation, I think Airbase is also the only product, I would say, in the middle segment that targets that segment today uh, that actually is able to deliver on this promise of showing a path towards consolidation of all non-payroll spending, right? Our center of gravity is definitely in the procure-to-pay area, right? Where it's the front end of those intake workflows, uh, the procurement workflows, the configurability, the usability, and 
the ability to solve that collaboration problem while meeting the needs of the procurement folks. That's that aspect of it. Then there's the AP automation aspect of it. You know, you, you create the POs, you have a really good process for that. And then you do all of the AP automation stuff downstream, take care of the payments. But in addition to that, if you really want to think of, hey, how do I consolidate expense management into that platform? How do I consolidate corporate card spend management? And how do I do that globally, right? How do I handle all of the international subsidiaries that I have and solve this problem in one platform globally? Okay, that's the hard problem to solve. And I don't think there's anybody else in the market which can even come close to showing that path uh, to consolidation and doing that credibly. It's one thing to say you can be a mile wide and an inch deep in terms of the solutions that you provide. But when you say, I can actually help you consolidate all of these non-payroll spending across the intake workflows, across EP automation and expense management and corporate card spend management, you got to also be able to deliver on the complexity that uh, these larger businesses need ultimately, right? And because they are their own personas, they have their own needs, they have to do the work day in and day out. You can't go to them and say, hey, I do AP automation. And, and you don't have to, for example, use a bill.com on the lower end, a Tipalty or a coupon on the higher end. But by the way, if you adopt our solution, you got to give up all of this functionality that you need to do your do job day to day. Uh, we're going to get laughed out of the room. So how do you bring not just the breadth, but also the depth and show a path to consolidation over time, which is also something I think really resonates with people. Nobody wants to use four, five, six different tools. Nobody wants employees to have to go into two, three, four different uh, tools to spend money. How do you make the case? Hey, just go into one, one uh, interface, right? For all spending that you have to deal with as an employee, no matter what it is in the business, uh, that's appealing. That, that is a very compelling value proposition. And uh, you know that's where I think uh, Airbase shines, right? There are a couple of things that you mentioned in your answer that I'd like to drill down a little bit on, a bit on actually, Thajor, because you hit, you hit on a couple of really important notes there. Because number one, as you alluded to, is understanding your industry sector and your market. And I do think some of these new procurement tech platforms have built a product and then suddenly they're trying to be everything to everybody and building modules left, right and center without necessarily going deep enough with their core products. And that can often be a distraction. And I think the second one that you mentioned is being able to design a product around who's actually going to use it. And as you rightly said, the type of procurement person that's coming into these types of businesses that are, that are your target customer, typically they're not going to be the 20-year corporate lifer that's worked in procurement at a Fortune 500 company and has got different ideas of what procurement software should do and is used to dealing with a very bureaucratic corporate environment that they've, uh, that, that they've become entangled in over the years. So I think I mean, guided procurement can mean different things to different people. So... How have you owned that term with the module that you've built within Airbase? So ultimately for us, it comes down to a few elements, right? So one, which is extremely important, as I was talking about earlier, is the consumer grade. Right? It is when you expose employees to this experience, is it actually something they can navigate without a lot of training, without a lot of handholding, without, you know, can it be self-serve for the most part where you point them to a particular entry point, and then the product guides them through that whole process of what they need to do, gives them all of the clarity of what information do I need to provide to make this decision? 
who has to approve it, where is it in that stage of approval, all of those kinds of things become very, very clear and easy to understand and you know, guides uh, people uh, to the right outcome that they look, right? And so that's kind of one key important element to it. And so that because you, you have to consider all of the different personas involved in the process of buying and serve all of the needs, right? And so from an employee's perspective, the key thing is convenience, right? You want to get in, you want to get out, you want to understand because nobody wakes up in the morning being excited about going through a procurement process. Let's be honest about that, right? So you want to make that as easy and simple uh, as possible from their perspective and get help them get back to their job, right? So that's one from an employee's perspective. But at the same time, the other uh, uh, persona is the approver of that spend, right? So, and they take slightly different forms. And like I was talking about earlier, you could have the department head, you could have the SP&A team thinking about the budget and how this fits into the budget. You can have, you know, the IT security people bring a slightly different lens into that problem, you know, when you're trying to bring on a new vendor. Could be the legal team thinking about the contracting process. They bring a different lens. And the accounting team is really thinking about how should I, you know, uh, handle this from an accounting perspective? Should I be advertising this? And am I collecting the right information up front, which gives me everything I need to do my job when I close the books at the end of the month? So they're all bringing their own perspective so this tool has to solve that collaborative nature and balance the needs of all of these different stakeholders. Flexibility to collect the information. All of these stakeholders need to do their job. And at the same time, the integrations where in many cases you don't even want those other teams to come and operate in Airbase, right? So Airbase has a number of these integrations with external systems like Jira, Asana, Ironclad, you know, so on and so forth. And open APIs, if people want to even build you know, many more integrations, how do you get information to flow in and out from this uh, front-end intake process into all of these downstream systems that you know any mature business will ultimately have? Your legal team will live in a contract lifecycle management system. Your IT security team may prefer a Jira-based process. And how do you push and pull information out of the systems that they prefer to kind of live in? And so that's the other important element of meeting the stakeholders who may not even want to be in Airbase in the first place and want to operate out of their own processes that they've defined in other tools. So that's another important aspect of, of what we bring uh, to the table. So fundamentally, that's how we look at it. We start with the people involved in that process, in the procurement process as a whole, and then you work backward. Obviously, in all of this, the procurement professional, if there is one in the business, uh, is, is a key kind of stakeholder, they have certain metrics and numbers that they are tracking, right? So they're asking themselves, what savings am I driving? And, and uh, you know, what are the cycle times? And, and who is blocking it? How do I, and they are held accountable by the CFO for you know, some of these things. What percentage of overall spend am I getting under, uh, you know, this process as a whole? And, and uh, what percentage of spend is PO backed? And do you have the right reporting for them to help answer those questions after you're doing all of this? So this is fundamentally you start with all the different personas who are involved in that process. And then you work backwards to ask the question, what's an amazing experience for each of them? And uh, that's the lens we bring. And that's the perspective we bring uh, to our uh, version of Gareth. And there's no right or wrong answer necessarily to this, is there? But what do you see as a happy balance between features and functionality versus the ability to to remain nimble and to and to stay narrow but go deep into into the procure to pay process because on the one hand i guess 
I think everyone acknowledges that a mid-sized business is not going to run 12 different tools to manage their, their procurement and, and legal and supply chain process. But, but then on the other hand, as you quite rightly said, if, if there is already an established legal team or, or logistics team that may be using another platform for certain, uh, certain aspects of, of their roles that sort of touch into the, the buying or the procurement process, there's always going to be the need for flexibility to, as you said, to maybe plug into a more detailed contract management solution because Airbase doesn't offer that or a sourcing module that you, you've deliberately not built a module for, but you recognize that some companies will want that. Yeah. And look, ultimately, you know, procurement people, I think, in some ways have the difficult job or the thankless job of herding cats and making multiple stakeholders in the business happy at the end of the day, right? And that's not... We try to. We don't always succeed. (laughs) (laughs) That's not always the easiest job to do, right? And uh, guided procurement uh, exists to partly make that difficult process easier for uh, procurement uh, professionals and, and give them one tool that can meet the needs of all of these stakeholders who bring their own lens to the problem. Right. So I was talking about the, you know, employees and, and IT security, legal, all those different teams. So that's one key aspect of how, uh, you know, we think about, uh, you know, the value that guided procurement can bring uh, to the table. And, uh, but you're right. There is, there is no one size fits all. That's kind of the challenge of, of the problem as a whole, uh, because different companies have very different combinations and your, the, our guided procurement tool has to be able to map to, their work process or how they, you know, think something should work, right? And and we see all kinds of combinations, right? And all the way from preferences of third-party tools uh, to, in some cases, they don't have that maturity. They want to do everything within Airbase. And that's okay. You have to have the power to actually deliver on that at the end of the day. And when it comes to kind of, you know, uh, features, you know, that's also the whole spectrum, right? And, and, the thing with workflow-driven SaaS software is you eventually, it's always a fight between kind of the complexity that the market and customers are demanding because everybody wants a slightly different thing, a slightly different workflow, a few more knobs to control, you know, uh, how uh, the actual workflows happen and the configurability and things like that. But then on the other hand, if you're what you're fighting is the complexity that you don't want to expose that to end employees, right? And so how do you kind of find that balance? How do you not end up becoming this monstrosity with a thousand knobs that is extremely hard to use, which unfortunately any mature enterprise software, it looks like ends up uh, going there ultimately, right? But how do you avoid that fate? And, And at the same time, how do you bring a really good experience to Primarily the employees, but the professionals can deal with complexity, right? So that's how we think about it is when you kind of, you know, can we provide the depth and, and the complexity to the professionals and the practitioners whose job it is to deal with that complexity day to day while surfacing a very different kind of a simple experience to end employees? How do you find that balance, right? And, and how do you do that in an environment where Pretty much every company has a slightly different need of how they want to bring together the overall experience and the process that they define. Because it's also, it's also a very human problem, right? There are personalities, there are preferences, there are, you know, all of these kinds of things that have to be accounted for and ultimately the process that you codify in, in the tool. And it has to be flexible enough to support that. 
So, so if I paraphrase you a little bit, then it's with the market segment that you're in, it's almost like you want to offer a relatively standard product that you don't want to have to customize on the back end because you know your pricing model doesn't really allow you to do that. But at the same time, you want it to be agile enough on the front end for the for the customer to be able to customize it enough to be able to meet the individual needs of of different countries, geographies, industry sectors, that type of thing. Correct. And and that's an investment we've made in in the back-end administration tools because we don't want our customers to be in a year-long implementation cycle, right? And we don't want them to spend, you know, large amounts of money or the first year subscription fee that we might charge just on the implementation fee. So that's not the model we follow. We we do implementation ourselves and a lot of it is out of the box. Now, when you get going, we come in with an opinion on what we think is a good starting point and that just works for a lot of customers. Others want to tweak it, tune it on top of it. And we have consultants and onboarding team members who work with customers to help that. And we hold ourselves to, you know, in a lot of cases, customers are up and running in live within 30 days, right? And you know, even for our larger customers with a thousand employees, 2000 employees, you can get that. If you're motivated, you can absolutely, you know, set everything up and get going in, in as little as 30 days, but almost always within uh, 60 days. And, and, so those are kind of some of the goals we hold ourselves to. And when we build the onboarding experience, when we build the self-serve tools, um, you know, that's what we're kind of keeping in mind because we don't want to be that tool where it takes forever to implement and get to value and actually roll it out. And, and uh, so that's a key uh, area of focus for us. Do you often find going into those types of businesses that, you're often having to educate the project sponsor because you said that often it's a very small or even a, a lone ranger as a as a procurement manager within those organizations. So you wouldn't have that in an enterprise company, would you typically? But do you find that you're often having to hold their hand a lot more? That absolutely happens uh, more when you don't even have a procurement person and it's the controller or somebody from a different profession who is tasked with improving the process, right? and and so in that case, you know, we're consultants, right? So we go in with an opinion, we have playbooks, we have best practices, and we work with our customers to say, because a lot of them just outright ask us, right? Hey, like this is not what I do for a living. So you tell me what good looks like, right? So what are your recommendations for us? And we hear that quite a bit. And so we have those opinions and, and playbooks uh, that we uh, you know, take to customers. Of course, when professionals, procurement professionals get involved, you know, in the process, they have more of an opinion, for sure, but we also run across people with different levels of experience. And sometimes, uh, you know, people are shifting careers and getting into procurement for the first time. And, or they've taken somebody, a company has taken somebody already on the team who was doing accounting, who was doing some other profession and said, Hey, why don't you take on this challenge as part of a growth kind of journey for you? Go solve the procurement problem. Like we're going to make procurement. You're the procurement manager of the company now. And then so they're getting going and learning about that. And so. You know, in all these cases, the way we think about it internally, database is we have to have an opinion. Obviously, opinion, but a flexible mind uh, at the same time. And so we have the advantage of seeing lots of different uh, customers implement, uh, you know, these processes. And we have the advantage of seeing what has worked, what does not work, what works well, what doesn't work well. So we're not shy to share our thoughts and opinions about what those best practices are. And but ultimately, it is the customer's call. And and uh, so that's that's how we uh, approach. 
Yeah, interesting. And you're you're based in San Francisco, which is obviously the the heart of the of the tech industry. And the the US is uh, it's a pretty big market. But what are your future plans, both in terms of tech roadmap and in terms of perhaps expanding your geographical scope? Is there is there a market or industry sector or, or geography that you feel is uh, is pretty well suited to to what Airbase offers that you that you haven't tackled yet from a product or a sales and marketing perspective. So right now our focus primarily is on U.S. headquartered companies. But as I was mentioning earlier, a lot of the companies that we serve, uh, you know, they have many international subsidiaries, right? So they're employees and and you know either sales officers or or R and D officers or a mix of the two all over the world. And so we definitely. Now, the product and the platform supports those international use cases, multi-currency and, and all that kind of stuff. Money movement in a lot of different countries, our capabilities are growing, you know, uh, by the week, by the month uh, in those uh, areas. And so we definitely think of ourselves in, in terms of the solution we provide uh, as being global, right? But in terms of our go-to-market efforts, who do we focus on? So that's more focused on US headquartered companies. As an example, we don't go you know, after a company in, in Asia that only operates in Asia. And so we don't try to go and sell uh, to them right now. And we're in that kind of stage of growth and majority. And the, the, the good news is that the U.S. is uh, a massive market, even for U.S. headquartered companies. We believe we can go build a public company, you know, eventually just if we focus on the U.S. market uh, and if we do a really good job solving their global problems. Uh, and, and, you know, that's a good enough opportunity. And I don't see ourselves going, uh, you know, uh, selling globally directly in some of these other markets, at least for the next, say, 18 to 24 months. But uh, time will tell. At some point, if we continue to grow at the trajectory we grow and we are growing in and, and we have the ambitions of continue to maintain a certain growth rate, uh, we got to expand that total addressable market, go into other geographies and things like that. And we'll see how those things play out. But for now, uh, we're focused on US headquarters now. Okay, that's great to know. I was asking you that just in case anyone has uh, liked what they've heard on this and wants to reach out. So if if anyone does and uh, would like to connect with you, uh, where is the best place that we should send them? So, you know, airbase.com, our uh, website is a great place to start if you want to learn more about us. And that's uh, spelled as as the word Airbase is. And uh, just you can navigate to airbase.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn, right? So just search for my name and uh, please connect with me and reach out to me. And you know, I'm always happy to connect with uh, procurement professionals, finance, accounting uh, professionals. I, I learn a lot. Like I said, you know, I'm not a practitioner, or at least wasn't until I do this. But I started doing this uh, a few years ago. But uh, you know, now I've spent thousands of hours with uh, you know finance, accounting, and procurement uh, professionals, and uh, it's fun to really dig deep into the problems and, and learn about those problems and ultimately translate that into solutions. And so I'm always open for that. So uh, please don't hesitate to uh, connect and reach out. And there's a lot of procurement tech companies in your region as well that I'm sure you've networked with as well on your way. So yeah, we will link to all of that in the sh- in the show notes there, Joe. Thank you very much for joining me. It's been a pleasure getting to know you a little bit better and uh, yeah, wishing you all the success for the future. James, thank you so much for having me. So that was Airbase and that was Thejo talking all about guided buying and how procure to pay can grow and mature in rapidly scaling knowledge companies as they grow and prosper and require uh, a more robust 
solution for their spend management. Thank you very much for listening to this show. We know there are a lot of procurement podcasts out there, so we're extremely grateful that you've chosen to listen to this particular one today. And don't forget, if you like what you hear, then please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because it does help us to reach more people. Until next week, take care wherever you are in the world. We will see you again, same time. Until then, bye for now. Bye.